0: Welcome to another episode of Uncommon Knowledge. I'm Jennifer and this week I'm going to unbox something that I've actually been recently working on. I want to just kind of share with you live in the moment some, some of the things that I'm unpackaging as I dig into this. Like most of the world, um, I recognize when I am not the subject matter expert in something and that I, I need to engage with somebody who is. When I started on a couple of different journeys recently, for me, the goal being looking at where do I wanna be in the next 10 years of my life and and how I'm gonna get myself from here to there, one of the things I did was connected with somebody who is a coach, who's going to help mentor me through this process. Just last week, he and I were discussing where some of the obstacles in my life come from. And these are things that I think that all of us, if we're really looking at at how we're going to get better, um, have to do. We've got to look at our motivations. Are they helpful? Are they hurtful? Are obstacles? What, you know, kind of challenges are around that? Are they things that we really want to tackle just head on? Or do we want to find a way around them kind of to start dissecting those pieces? And for me, last week's conversation centered around some of the motivations for my day-to-day at work, but also some of the goals and the objectives that I have, and also then kind of what we're looking at, what does that play into the next 10 years of my life? I thought about calling this episode My Poker Face, (laughs) but then I thought how many people I would disappoint by, um, you know, bringing them in, thinking I was going to talk about that, that famous Lady Gaga song. But... It starts with the fact that I, in this conversation, there are several times that my mentor would ask me some questions or would make some comments about things. And before he'd even really finished, would say, it's okay if you don't want to answer it. Your face is going to tell me everything that I need to know. And I know that doesn't help you guys. If you don't know me, check out my Facebook page or the Facebook page for this podcast, which um, is just Uncommon Knowledge Podcast. Uh, you'll find videos of me so you can see my, my expressions and you'll um, see if you spend any amount of time with me both in video and in person. I am not shy when it comes to making facial expressions and that's great for storytelling and engaging and communicating <laughs> when I want to communicate certain things. It's really terrible when I don't want to communicate things like when I'm mad or my feelings are hurt or I'm upset about something. I, I legitimately have no poker face. So there were several times in this conversation that how I felt about something was immediately visible to him, Like to my coach. Um, it made it incredibly difficult for me to lie. <laughs> now, that's not helpful. Lying is not helpful if I'm trying to unbox things and I'm really trying to do some self-discovery and some growth things. So I'm glad for it. But... Sometimes in those moments, you just want to hide. You just want to hide because somebody has struck a nerve or something. And that was that was the case. And what we were talking about is the six core human needs. This is popularized by um, Tony Robbins. Um, and kind of in relation to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And looking at that when, when people are doing things, kind of as we're interacting with individuals, and when we're looking at ourselves, that we keep in mind that there are six real human needs there's six motivations some of them play in paradox with each other and they're kind of this balance between um one end of the spectrum and, and the other and you can have all of these in in varying degrees across different places and i'll talk about that here in a little bit but we were talking about this and we we're digging into it and the thing that hit me the first time that i i'm telling you was so a oh my god i wish i had a poker face <laughs> moment was when he asked the question, do you think it's possible that you're chasing something you already have? Man, like I can feel it. I can feel it right now. It just went straight to my heart, like, like just an arrow saying, like right in, you know, it, it didn't feel good. It really, it really was uncomfortable for me. Not because what he was saying was embarrassing necessarily, or because I wanted to hide in shame from it, but it was just so, such a direct hit. It was just so, just straight right line to it. I mean, so there was just no place. Um, I was so blindsided by it. It was absolutely true. What he said was absolutely true when I stopped and thought about it. And he and I talked about the fact that in these needs and being motivated by these things, he and I discussed that these needs, being motivated by these needs is there's nothing shameful in it there's no reason to hide if you find yourself motivated by some of them because that's what i was trying to do i was trying to find where i could be ashamed of myself for having some of these motivations and it was good to hear there's nothing shameful about it but the basics are certainty versus uncertainty and those are that's the first pair that sit in kind of paradox with each other and you can have these in, like, like I said, you can have these in a variety of different ways within different aspects of your life. I need certainty when it comes to a paycheck. I need to know where my pay, my next paycheck's going to be, how much it's going to be, what those expenses are going to be. I, I don't live well in a place of uncertainty when it comes to my finances. However, I need variety. I'm, I'm completely okay with uncertainty on knowing where things are going to go, um, being able to take risks or choose variety when it comes to my job, I have a couple of times in my life just reinvented myself. I've just picked up and left behind things that others thought I was crazy about. I, I leave, you know, left behind a very secure job that I'd had for a number of years in an employer that I could still, you know, I could still be working for until the day I died in in, in that city. In that location, that was a dream company. Most people go there with, and once they get in and working there, never leave because it's that great of a, of a choice, that great of an option. But I, I didn't have any fear or concern about leaving that. So I need certainty in my finances, but I'm okay with uncertainty in career changes and making choices and moves because i just picked up and moved six years ago to Dallas and became a recruiter. in so a city where I knew no one in a job that I really didn't have any actual experience in previous to that. I mean, I'd hire people, but so example there, I don't need certainty when it comes to what I do for a living. I just need certainty when it comes to the finances. One of the other, uh, paradoxes, the other two, um, that we'll talk about is significance and connection. And like certainty and uncertainty, you can have these in varying degrees in different places. This is the one that we were talking about when he asked me if, he, if I thought I was chasing something I already had. And it was just bam, I mean, just right to the core of me when he asked that because the truth is I am. I am constantly chasing significance, purpose, meaning, value. I'm constantly chasing that in my professional world. I constantly am looking for, am I being the best, doing the best, Am I, am I significant? Am I my person of note, right? In my professional line, paradox to it is connection, which is also kind of love relationships, meaning within in a relationship, within a connectivity to somebody else. And they can also be, again, in juxtaposition to a, to each other because sometimes when you are chasing down or you are motivated by significance, you are blazing a trail that leaves you unavailable for connection in my personal life, what I do with that. And connection is an area that I look at that I think I I chase down in my personal life. It's a struggle there because of some limiting factors that I have, but choices. And sometimes I have chosen to pursue, even in my professional career, I have made choices that have caused me to chase down significance in my professional career that have cost me connection in my personal life the other ones then are also um, kind of where you transition from body thinking person thinking in this in this world thinking and self thinking or immediate circle thinking and you transition to more of that what I would call the altruistic the spiritual if you want the the meta needs the things that are going beyond yourself the first four are very self um associated in these next two are very outside self associated but they're growth and contribution and growth is just you know something i'm i love and i'm very passionate about again things that you can do in different places and paradox to each other and and more or less depending on what you're looking at but i love growth because for me one of the, the aspects is lifelong learning i always need to be learning i'm always learning something that's one of the reasons i read as much as i do it's one of the reasons I love the nature shows and documentaries because they, they're they entertaining and educational and I'm learning things. Contribution then is, is paying it forward is exactly as like it's contributing to something greater than yourself. There's the balance there too because, you know, as you're learning things, what are you doing with that knowledge? Are you using it for the betterment of others? So this has just been really fascinating for me to start looking at my life and my choices and ask myself what is my motivation in this why am i doing this why is there a drive to do this why is this something i need to do why am i feeling compelled to do this and is that what i want i'll give you an example in in the personal side back down to certainty versus uncertainty probably about a decade or so ago was so strong um gosh i would even say i can't even give myself that much credit even up to about four years ago, maybe a little bit more, five years ago, was my need for certainty was so strong. I could not handle uncertainty. I couldn't handle ambiguity so that if I was in a relationship with someone and I wasn't sure how they felt about me or how they were going to respond or or what direction things were going to go, I couldn't handle the ambiguity. I couldn't handle waiting to see how it would play out. I couldn't handle waiting to see what they would do with it. I would force the certainty. I would create a situation or I would give an ultimatum or I would just draw a line in the sand and be like, I'm done. And I would walk away because I would rather be certain of where that relationship was than to be uncertain and risk being vulnerable to what the outcome would be. Well, I decided years ago that I've been really knowing this too much, but it's about the time about, I really did discover Tony Robbins, but as somebody other than a guy in a movie I saw called Shallow Howl. Anyway, <laughs> I started looking at it, and I thought that's not the person I want to be. I don't want to be so motivated by certainty or therefore an aversion to uncertainty in relationships that I'm that person who puts up massive walls or completely removes people from her life out of an inability to handle uncertainty. And I really had to work at doing that. Um, It was painful I really I'm not lying. it was actually a very painful process for me to go through the trust factors of allowing things to play out and learning that while I could control a lot of things, I didn't want to control everything, I needed to learn to take solace in the things that I could control, which was like my behaviors and my actions without forcing other people's decisions without forcing other people's hands. But that was a struggle. I had to, at times, literally put my phone away so that I wouldn't text somebody something that was I knew would force a situation. I had to find ways to distract my mind. So I had to find ways to redirect my thoughts when I started coming up with the possibilities for how something could play out. I had to trust and I had to get burned a couple of times, to be honest. But I discovered that I really did Prefer the pain of being burned over the pain of putting up those walls, of not having those relationships, of not having confidence in my ability to rebound, or you know, just trusting that somebody was going to be honest or that things were going to work out the way they were supposed to be. You know, the anxiety that having to navigate that and force that all the time. I I much rather experience the hurt from from something ending then to continue to be the person who hurts from isolating and shoving people out not trusting because i think when you do things to protect yourselves you think that you're doing something good for yourself and most of the time you know in, in a lot of ways we are but i think when it comes to those kinds of things we're talking about vulnerabilities we do more damage than we do ourselves any good what i want to you know tell you guys is that as you go through like now that you've heard this i know that once i heard it i can't stop thinking about it i got a little miffed at my at my mentor after this conversation because i thought oh curse him like now all, all i can think about anytime i feel pressure to do something or a drive to do something is i'm over here going all right well what is it that we're trying to accomplish why why is this important to us um, and it's in everything and it's crazy because now that I see it and now that I know that it's there and I, you know, give light to it and I, and I expose these areas to the thought process of why am I doing it? And is that what I want to continue doing? I also see it in others. So I see it in other people's motives and their behaviors and their choices. And it, it is actually more helpful in that way because it allows me to give people more grace when I can see what their motivation is and not gonna understand it more. But for me, it's just aggravating on the me side. So that's gonna be my challenge to you guys is to to look this up and to I'll add a link in the, in the show notes. I think I can do that. But I'll definitely add it on the Uncommon Knowledge Podcast Facebook page where you can look at these and see, start dissecting in your life your motivations. You might be surprised and again, I'm gonna encourage you by telling you there's no shame in any of these, in any of the four physical or, or body-related motivating things. Like, so certainty and uncertainty, significance and connection. There's no shame in those things. There's no shame in that being your motivation. Just discovering that it should not be a shame-inducing process for you. And if you start pushing into them and feeling some shame, you, you might take a step back and, and ask yourself why. It's a shameful thing, but start breaking back uh, those walls, peeling back those layers, discovering for yourself what your motivations are. The goal is to get to a place where you operate out of growth, where you operate out of giving back, that those were, would be the bulk, the main driving features for your life. That's very self-aware at that level. Uh, I don't know that I will ever get there. I'm going to try. I'm going to see what I do because there seems to be more freedom in those than, than in the others. Anyway, that's what I have for you guys this episode. As always, I, I welcome any feedback. Um, I have like, I don't remember how many episodes, we have like six more episodes left um, before the end of the year. I am kind of considering some some changes to the formatting for, for 2021. Um, I may wanna just leave 2020 behind me. I don't know about you guys, but if you have anything that that you think would be interesting to, to hear me share about, or if you've got experiences that you're curious uh, what my experiences have been in those areas, I'm happy to to take a look at that and share, and if it's something that I think is a- enough for me to talk about, I'm, I'm happy to. I'm an open book, so find me on Facebook. There's the Uncommon Knowledge Facebook page. You can also find me on LinkedIn, and you can find me on uh, Instagram. I'm not very active on Instagram. Um, I think I'm probably too old for Instagram. <laughs> But um, you can find me there. There's actually links as well on, on my actual podcast website to all of that so you can find me easily through there. But please reach out to me, message me. You can definitely easily message me through the Facebook um, page. But I, I would love to hear from you guys. So until next time, be well and thanks for listening.